Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are talking about how intuitive people get scammed by con artists. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Well, okay, that's really interesting. But I actually, before we start that, I just have to tell a funny story. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I do, we have MM discussions. We have eight groups that go throughout the week. And a lot of times, you know, people in these discussion groups, they kind of want me to become like a more of a believer. Okay. You know, you know, you know I'm a big skeptic. <laughs> you know, one week someone wanted to read my tarot. Is it tarot? I think we even talked about this. Okay. And I got like the, the worst collection of cards you could possibly get. Yeah, they're like upside down yeah, upside and like down. scary things. Yeah, right. What <laughs> had like marker all over it and no one knew how the marker got on there. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, so one, another one that this week someone wanted to... I guess, read my, when I was born or something. Your birth chart. Yeah, I wasn't even sure what it was. Okay. But, you know, I've been talking a lot about Pluto lately and the yeah. planets. You love Pluto. Yeah, I love Pluto. And I, you know, I recently discovered that when the sun burns out, yes. Pluto is going to have its heyday. Which Did is you weird. Because yeah. you always got upset that they, they told you everybody now, yeah, Pluto's not a planet. Right, and that really upset me. I know a lot of indigo people were upset by that. They feel that indigo <laughs> should be a planet. They feel bad for Pluto, but I want, I'm here to tell you that Pluto is going to have its heyday. Okay. After the sun burns out and we're all gone, Pluto is going to have like a million years where they're going to be able to sustain life and things are going to be great. Then. That's great. Yeah. But anyway, because I've been talking about that, someone asked if they can do my chart thingy. And I'm like, sure, you know, I'm not really into this thing, but okay. Okay. So in order to do the chart, they needed to know, you know, when I was born. Right. And at first I thought they were trying to, you know, get my information. Right. Maybe they wanted to take out a credit card in my name. Because, <laughs> you know, Connor and his stuff. Connor's a You're right. always on the look, you know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if knowing when you were born is part of it, but maybe. It's possible. Well, here's the thing. And then someone <laughs> at the event, you know, the end few weeks back wanted my autograph on a piece of paper. Okay. And I thought that was weird because yeah. you know, maybe what are they going to use that for? Right. Maybe they wanted my signature. You know, another person in the discussion group shouted out, what's your social security? And I was like, no, I'm not going there, but okay. Right. Okay, anyway. So I had to find my birth certificate and I did. And, you know, here's the thing with it. I look at the time I'm born. I didn't, I'm up till a couple of days ago, I did not know what time I was born at. Yes. Now, you would think, <laughs> there's a sneeze. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what this is about, basically. So I was born at 11 10. Oh my God. Ele- think about that. 11, makes sense. 10. It makes total sense. It makes now. sense. I couldn't just wait that one more it's minute such a to get the 11, 11 birth time. It's such a metaphor for you. you I know? know. It really is. Like I'm yeah. always off by like. Just a little bit. I'm just always off a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Like it just like, but you always do jump the gun on things. Like you're always like pushing, you know, right. things yeah, before true. they're ready to go. Yes. I'm always pushing a little bit. You know, that's always like our, our argument between each other. It's always like, God, just chill. Just stop. You yeah. know, and you're just like, you know, you're always jumping the gun. Yeah. So this makes total sense. It does. I mean, I couldn't just wait one more <laughs> freaking minute. And you could have been born at eleven eleven and been like really lucky. Yeah. Then you know, <laughs> who knows what my life would be who knows? if I was born on eleven eleven. It would have been like a whole different storyline. Yeah. I even joked about it. I bet you my my birth time's eleven eleven to the. Group. Oh really? Yeah. I even said that. And then of course one <laughs> minute off. We know God laughs at you. <laughs> Everybody laughs at me, especially after last week's episode. All, all I've been is on memes all week. But you know what? Who you know what will never happen to you? Yes, you'll never get conned. This is true. Now, <laughs> and I was thinking about, and I was thinking about this, and I know, like you, you know how you see colors around people. I do, and it just comes naturally to you. Yeah, and it's like, how do you do that? And you know, I don't you know. Did these readings on 
you know, on the uh, episode last week yeah. and it just comes to you. I think, you know, and I have no psychic abilities whatsoever. I can't meditate. Everyone does. I don't know anything about crystals, all this all stuff. Right, I don't know right, anything. Okay. Right. But I think I do have like this one <laughs> psychic ability and that is I can tell if someone is trying to con someone, I can tell right off the bat by just looking at them. And I know you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover. Right. But I can tell if they're full of you know what, if they're yeah. full of crap. Yeah. And it's like, and at first I thought, oh, you know, must be, you know, something. But now that I actually look in, then I will actually look into it and they are full of crap. Yeah. Well, when we first started Instagram, you, oh my gosh, this was so hard for you. Because now you got to go back to when nobody knew Instagram as well. And like we started and you're like, how do all these people have followers? Like who? I've never heard of them. Like who? And then you you dove into it. And now you can tell all the ways like people are fake or fake followers, fake engagement, fake con- Like you figured it out quick and you're very good at it now. So when something gets in your head like, hey, people are trying to lie or BS me or something, like it's, it's in you to – you just want to know how and why and how it works. Yeah. And – and the reason why we we're going to do this episode, you know, and the idea came from this story that we, you know, we have some friends and they were telling you first mm-hmm. about uh, this program that they found from someone on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. So this person on Instagram, they was, it's like called, they call themselves a success mentor. Okay. Right? What the heck's a success mentor? I'm okay. a success mentor. Okay. We all are. Right. right. And you know, they, they, I guess they told you about it. And then the husband started telling me about it. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, you know, l- let me look at this. Right. Let me look at the person. And I go onto the Instagram. And like, when it, you know, it takes me 30 seconds. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, this person is so full of crap. Yeah. It's just total crap. There, right. There's no way that this person is real. Right. Okay. Now, again, this is me judging a book by his cover, you right. can say. But I think I have the psychic ability. Right. So I look at, so I'm like, you know what, let me look into it. Right. You know, check out the website. You know, check out her, you know, some podcast things that she did. And, you know, for, the first thing is there's these crazy claims on there. Okay. All right. You know, I'm going to make you an extraordinary female leader. Oh, well, that's, like, that's a claim. Yeah, yeah, that's a claim. Okay. When I'm done with you, you're going to light up the room. Like, you know, you're going to walk into that room and you're going to be the one everybody's looking at. Okay. Like, what is that BS? I mean, that's just so BS. All right. You know, I'm going to show you how to generate wealth. Oh, I didn't know she was saying all that All stuff. this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you're going to be the new, an impact on the world. You're, yeah. The world is going to know you. And these are all the stuff that they're... Very broad, like very sweeping. Yeah, very thing. She's using cliches. She actually stole a lot of cliches from other uh, names. Okay. You know, I'm not going to go into that. Um, What was stolen. And, you know, like most of the time I'm like, all right, you know. And we don't know this person. That's the other thing. Yeah, I don't know the the internet person. This is the first time, like basically what happened, just to set it back up for the audience. Correct. These are friends of ours. They're like, hey, we want to take this course. What do you think? Right. That's all. And we were just like, okay. And you open up an Instagram profile like anybody would do and be like, well, what do you think? You know? And then there's kind of what they're showing you. And then you have just an off feeling about it. Now, when you have an off feeling about something, sometimes you don't have proof right away. Some people are fine with that. They're like, it's off. I don't know. I don't need proof. Um, that's more like me. Like, I don't know. It just feels off to me. I don't really need to know why I'm just going to move on with my life. You are like, nope, we're digging. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I got that bad feeling too at first. That's yeah. the thing. I yeah, knew you right did. off. I you knew did. right off I bat. just didn't need, I was just like, eh. And but, then you were just like, no, I, I need to know why I feel this way. Yeah. I yeah. Just, yeah. I didn't want to be guilty of, you know, ju- judging a book by its cover. Yes. Because I saw it right off the bat. I'm like, no, this is not You're real. like, no, but let me but back let me that do up. It. Yeah. yeah. And normally I wouldn't even say anything, you know, because I'm thinking, all right, you know, they were really excited about it. They wanted to do it. 
And, you know, I figure, all right, so they're going to waste 500 bucks. What, what is this lady going to charge? Yeah. Them? 300 bucks? Well, what is she going to charge? Them? I thought, like, when they told us, oh, we want to do this program, I was like, okay, what is it? Like a workshop? Like, sometimes it's like you're just going to a workshop. Yeah. You can always get something out of something. Sure. You know, like maybe you're just going to something, somebody has something interesting to say, like whatever, you know, like it's entertainment or it's a service or it's some sort of learning opportunity to meet other people. Fine. That's great. But. But he told me the price and this lady, <laughs> I mean, I'm like fuming already, wanted $15,000 to do this program. I think it was six months long, you know, a night in a hotel was included, a dinner or whatever, but fifteen. $15,000. Right. I almost lost it right, right then and there. Because it's Just, not like an accredited program. It's right. like her own thing. It's not like it's affiliated <laughs> yeah. with the university or affiliated yes. with even a bigger company. It's like her own Yes. Thing. Basically, all she did was go online, look at some other people's stuff, and then put them together. Right. And I like almost, you know, I'm like fuming And they're now. our close friends. And, yeah. you know, and we don't want them to spend that kind of money. No. Because, yeah. you know, they have kids. Right. It's a lot of money, you know. Yeah. And all it's you can crazy. do is tell them, like, listen, like. Right. You know. So, you know, I did, and I went through my whole speech of how this is a fraud. And I, I didn't even mince words. It was just right. like, this is a fraud. There's, I would rather you take that 15 grand and, th- like, just throw it up in the air and let people have it. But, yeah. You, you, you would do better off. And you can do that with people. Sometimes, like, if somebody comes to me and a friend and, like, you know what they want to hear, it's very difficult for me. Yeah. You know, because I know they wanted to hear, like, this is great, and all those claims are true. Like, they wanted to hear that from me, and I was like, it makes me uncomfortable because shoot the mess, don't shoot the messenger is not something everybody can't do. Like, some people do shoot the messenger, and it's happened yeah. to me in the past. No, I'm sure. With Oh, yes, it's happened to me in the past many times. So I don't like to, like, so I just, I'm like, here, talk to Scott. <laughs> 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 and at that, you know, if, like I said, again, in a reading, it's different. In yeah. a reading, I'll do it because, like, you, it's a different relationship. In a friendship, it can be very difficult for me. So I just make them talk to you. <laughs> like, Scott's going to talk to you. <laughs> and, like I said, if it was a few hundred dollars, I'd probably be like, oh, I'll just go for it. You know, just fine, of course, do it. Yeah. But when I heard the number 15,000. Yeah. So God is thinking. I mean, yeah, I yeah. came up with like a hundred ways in my head that you could take that 15,000 and actually do better at the end. Yeah. The day, because at the end of the day, you take that fifteen grand, you pay that lady. The only one that's benefiting is that lady. And then, and then six months later, when your course is done, you're in the same spot you were right. before. Right. But this is not a new thing. Right. Okay. We all know uh, the term con man. Where did it come from? Where did it come yeah. from? Yeah. Okay. So so con man is basically just a confidence man. Confidence. That makes confidence. sense. They gain your. And this person had confidence. so much confidence. Right. Yes. Yeah, so this person, and, and she does. When I looked at her picture at first, and that person did have confidence. Yeah. All right. Um, the first, the term actually comes from a guy named William Thomas, uh, Thompson. Sorry. He had a lot of different names. So <laughs> if you look him up, you might not find it under William Thompson. You might find it under Samuel Thompson, Samuel this, Samuel that, all, all different names. So he's considered the first confidence man. And basically what he would do, he would dress the part. So he'd get like a nice fancy outfit on. And this is in the uh, 1840s. Okay. So I don't, you know, I don't know what the dress was back then, but. He was fancy. Fancy. Right. Looked like a gentle, let's call him a gentleman. Mm. Uh, he would come up to you like in the streets and he would just basically pretend that he knew you. Like oh. that you had bumped into each other <laughs> at some point. Okay. Like, you know, another, I guess another person that looked wealthy or like a gentleman. Okay. That's um, interesting. Yeah. And then basically, you know, he would talk with you, blah, blah, blah. And he would say, have you confidence in me to trust me with your watch until tomorrow? Yeah. Why? I, Who would I, do that? Yeah, I know. I guess at that time it was okay. just like, oh, okay, you know, 
to show that we're friends, you let me borrow just, your watch. And so, like, so under the pretense of we knew each other, we know each other. We've known each other, yes. Uh, we've met, remember we're, that party, remember so-and-so, our mutual friend. Right, we run in the same circles. And, like, can I have your watch? Yes. And that, yes. And he would say the word confidence. Do you have the confidence in me to watch this watch for you? Watch why watch. why would funny. they, why would he, why does he want to watch the watch? Well, he, right. I, that's the first question like, I would have. Yeah. Um, but people would give him the watch. That's really weird. And then, it's like of I'm course, missing something. No, that's basically wow. how it went. And, okay. Uh, he would just take the watch. Yeah. And he would go. <laughs> He'd have to like jump to a lot of different towns. Yeah. He did. So one time, he, the way he actually got caught was someone that he borrowed the watch from. Eventually, he happened to bump into them, <laughs> and then that he told the the guy that watch was stolen. Told yeah. the police, and they they caught him uh, that way. So, so was he a, just took watches. He took and watches, sold basically. them or pawned yeah. them or whatever. Yeah. Okay. You know that's interesting because nowadays that person would slide into your DMs. Yes. And be like, hey, you know, I need money to get out of this, you know, issue. Can you give it to me and I'll pay it back to you later? Like that. Yeah. Or, hey, you know, I'm a member of The Bachelor. You were on The Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know, like we all get those emails like um, asking for money. Like, hey, you know, I need help. Can you help me? Can you wire me money? Like, I think, you know, and I'll give it back to you like that. And hmm. you know, I guess you know them. You'd have to kind of know them some, or they would well, claim they always, that you they would know claim, them. Like, they always claim, like, oh, know you know, you. yeah, we're we're long lost family members. Somehow like they that. always have yeah. some sort of claim that you you are owed something. Yeah. And again, this is not the first guy to run a, a con. It's mm-hmm. just the, the term confidence came from that. In fact, before the term, they used to call them diddlers. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I love <laughs> I love the way people used to talk. Yeah, hey, diddler. He's a diddler. <laughs> He's a diddler. <laughs> It was like a scammer. Okay. Um, and then, and of course, the other, the other really famous term is a Ponzi, a Ponzi, Ponzi scam. scam or a Ponzi scheme, right? Yeah. And basically, this came about in the 1920s from a guy named Charlie uh, Ponzi. He was mm. an Italian guy, uh, and basically, he would promise his clients a huge return in a short amount of time. So okay. basically, he said, you know, you're going to make 50% in 45 days, or if you want to let it run, I'm going to get you 100% in 90 days. Uh, and then basically what he, you know, it was some scam with the post office on postage. And he basically, in today's dollars, came out with like $250 million wow. that he scammed. So basically what, in a Ponzi scheme, is you're taking the money from the first person and then kind of give it to the second. And right. And then the second going to the third. Right. Um, and again, he's not the original person of this either. Right. You know, he goes down in history as the Ponzi scheme. And it's scheme. called the Ponzi scheme It's called now. the Ponzi scheme, but it was actually a guy named, they think he was inspired by a guy named William Miller. Okay. Uh, Miller basically promised people a 10% weekly return. He got the nickname 520% Miller because there's 52 <laughs> weeks in a year, so you'd get a 520% return. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and then basically what he was doing is the early investors would get paid with the later investors and yeah. so on and so on. Okay. So what do, what do you think of Charles Ponzi? Is What's his... I, I grabbed his picture. It's black yeah. and white so I could look at it. Um confident yeah like it's crazy like that's the first thing i get you know is man this guy must have had like a lot of girlfriends like he must have been the life of the party he must have i don't know anything about him personally but he looks to me like he really believed himself he i feel like he would be impossible not to believe like he could con the best of them like he's green and purple he has an inauthentic red which is not uncommon for that time period though just the way i think society was set up back then uh very like suave like not like really good with women 
I feel like he was just like extremely courteous and gracious, knew exactly what, remembered everything, intelligent, like genius level smart, like all of that. Like, I, I mean, he gives me chills. He's so personable. That's interesting. Yeah. And he's 1920s. Okay. So that's, a, you know, those uh, United States times were really going well until the, the depression hit okay. in 29. So he was probably in that time period where flashy, you know, the flappers. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was a. He feels like, yeah, life of the party. Life of the like party, could talk like to anybody. The Gatsby, Smooth. like Great Gatsby or something. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. He's a cool, he's an interesting. It's like when I look at somebody like this, it's like people tend to get down on the victims of con artists a lot like oh you're so stupid or why'd you do this or why'd you do that or da 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 but like when so you look at this guy like charles ponzi like i can see why a lot of people would have been conned by him he was good yeah he was good at it and and he believed himself and and which i'll get into later like why intuitive people can get conned yeah and you shouldn't really be ashamed of it um but aware i can see like if you don't know why would this guy uh raise any flags if right. you don't understand yeah this is, this is really interesting how like Absolutely nothing has changed. Nothing's changed, no, right? It's crazy. Because, like, these people on Instagram today that are selling these programs to you, they're trying to make you into a Charles Ponzi. They're trying to give you that flash. They're trying to yes. give you his energy. Yeah. But those are things you can't sell. And you can't. Oh, my God, you're so right. Is that crazy? Yeah, there's, like, with, with that one, and she's just saying, I'm going to make you the, yeah. the light of the room, the yeah, gonna... star of the show. The world's going to know you. It's oh, like. Really? What? Like, if <laughs> like, I pay what? you fifteen grand, all of a sudden I have this personality change <laughs> where I go from indigo to pink. But <laughs> or it's something true, like, that. like you, like. But I look at Charles Ponzi's picture. It's like the guy has so much confidence. Like yeah. you kind of want a piece of that, or to be under the umbrella of that, or be in the the aura of that. It feels great. All right. Yeah, that's cool. All right, so we're gonna do function of beauty, and then when we come back, a couple newer con artists. Your hair is completely unique and products that address its specific needs, that's where Function of Beauty comes in. My girls and I, we absolutely love Function of Beauty. Scott uses it too. Um, The different scents and the way that you can customize it to, especially over here, dry hair and curly hair is really helpful for us. Function of Beauty is the world's first fully customizable hair care that creates individually filled shampoos, conditioners, styling, and treatment formulas based on your hair now and where you want it to go. Founded by a dream team of engineers and cosmetic scientists, each Function of Beauty project is individually designed to be as unique as you are. Function of Beauty offers over 54 trillion possible formulations. Every one of them is vegan and cruelty-free, and they never use sulfates or parabens. You can also go completely silicone-free. Here's how it works. First, take the very quick hair quiz to build your hair profile and select five hair goals like lengthen, volumize, and oil control. Does your hair get frizzy in the winter but oily in the summer? Function formulates are meant to be changed when your needs change. Next, choose your color and fragrance or go dye free and fragrance free. Then get your freshly filled formula delivered straight to your door and prepare for good hair days ahead. And it smells amazing. Say goodbye to generic hair care for good today. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash KYA to take your hair goals quiz and you'll save 25% on your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash KYA to let them know you heard it about it from our show and get 25% off your first order. That's functionofbeauty.com slash KYA to take your hair quiz and save 25% on your first order. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So because of this episode, 
yourself, Scott, myself, and Brianna, our 12-year-old, have been watching a lot of con artist documentaries to prepare. And wow, it's been quite the education, very entertaining. It's our new family activity. So anyway, so I wanted to talk about Anna Delvey because it's like trending number one. This, I guess this, I don't know how to say, like they wrote up her story and made it like a series on Netflix, which I started to watch. But then I was like, I don't know, I want to see the documentary first because I got annoyed looking at the actress. I wanted to see the actual person so I could look at their aura. Um, So I switched over to a documentary, which is on HBO Max, Generation Hustle. And I forget which episode it was, but it, it talked about her. Anyways, whoa, her aura is so different. So she's turquoise and green. Okay. And this is what makes her different. So a lot of them do end up being something I call chameleon green. Um, But she's like chameleon green and turquoise. And here's how she works and how it's different. So if you watch her, what did she do? She went into New York society, like flipping out of nowhere, dropped in took the place by storm. Everyone believed her and she got a lot of money from, I didn't really understand that money from investors to like go into her. I don't know. Like I think she was creating some sort of, she was creating a foundation, but they couldn't, I don't know. There's something with that. So anyway, so I don't really understand all the details because I'm not good like that, but the whole thing was she believed herself. So there's two things going on. One, everybody who met her had like a different version of her because she's chameleon green. So she had to fit into a place, her chameleon green. And I call it chameleon green because it's green with this ability to like adapt. So she has this ability to kind of go into a situation, see exactly what everybody needs her to be, what pieces she can more like, I guess, merge or morph into and how she can shift her way into being exactly the part that will get the job done. That's very chameleon green. Chameleon green people say what you need to hear. They're really good at sniffing out insecurities so they can tell you exactly what you need without, it's totally subconscious. They're actually super intuitive, but they don't have a lot of conscience about it. A lot of people think they're chameleon green if they're just wallflowers or stuff, or they like, I don't know, they say yes to everybody. No, chameleon green people don't really have a conscience about saying what they need to say in order to get what they want to get. But she's turquoise too. And on the um, the uh, rewriting reality with narcissists episode, I talked about turquoise narcissists. And the thing with um, her it, and being turquoise is that turquoises have this thing where if they have a narcissistic tendency to them, they will definitely need everyone to believe them. And her big hang-up was she didn't like to be called a little girl or anything less than what she really felt she was. So she has this need, and it's happening right now for the whole world to think she's something really major. And so I stopped watching the Netflix show because I, they paid her to write it. So it like kind of bo- it irked me. It rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, well, right there and there, you, you got to throw it out because there's bias. There so was a lot of bias out. in there. You have to throw it out. Yeah, so I stopped watching it and I just stuck to the documentary. Yeah, the documentary, right. Yeah. No, that's interesting. And also going on the, the turquoise, you know, and again, I know this with Abby. Yeah. They kind of like to, <laughs> to mirror what's going on. Yeah. So they did say that she spent... 
some time in France. That's right. And there she kind of learned how to, I guess, act wealthy. Learned how to be rich. Mm -hmm. Learned how to be rich. Now, again, I'm judging a book by by its cover here. But, you know, I took, you know, I saw the photos of her and I looked at her online and I'm just like, how in the world did anyone ever think she could pass for this wealthy heiress? Well, she looks like a little girl. Yeah. I mean, she did not. I mean, again, I never met her in per- person. I, yeah. you know, I don't know if there was a different, there would be a different vibe there. But just when looking at her picture, just like you see colors, I saw like this. There's no way that this person is living the life of some German heiress. This is where I feel like she is really. In, this is where, she's very intelligent in her interpersonal skills. Like what anybody needs her to say, she can do. She wants, she knows when to surprise somebody. She knows when to speak up. She knows when to be quiet. She does not care if people like her or not. You even made the comment like, did she plan to go to jail so she could get this all worked (laughs) out this way? Because like going to jail actually made her life better. She got a whole Netflix deal. I mean like, and she's kind of becoming, and she's, she's on social media like recently, like saying stuff. She doesn't back down. She doesn't shy away. And she's trying to actually spin this whole thing into something that is on purpose or means something bigger than what it did. You know, I think like when I look at her, I see somebody that just wanted to be special and have other people feel she was special. I feel like that was important to her. And maybe that's a vulnerable thing for her to say or whatever. She doesn't want to admit that, but that's what I see with her. And it's working. Like people are like making her more out more than what she is or making her story into some sort of heroine kind of anti-heroine thing. And I'm like, please don't, you know? Well, yeah, that, that's another, that's a whole nother issue when the media takes it over Yeah, and then they want to, you know, really show like almost like a a good side to her. She's a great character. Great character. It's like they want to put, and here's the thing. Everybody does have something, uh, something redeemable about them. And I think she showed that to people in order to get their trust and confidence. Right. So that's the hard thing with these con artists is that they show you themselves. That's the thing. And if you watch any of these shows, the people that got conned, it's sometimes it's not even the money. It's like, I thought you were my friend or I thought I knew you or we shared these fun, great, amazing, like authentic times together. Was it real? You know, and because that's, a, that's what I think cuts the most because they, sh- they do show you that that part of them, but then they can turn and shut a door on it to, to follow their own self-interests or whatever. Yeah. I mean, very interesting. And then it was also that friend was also interesting. So if you watch the, the, doc- H- in the documentary, in the yeah. documentary on HBO Max, if you watch, there's this friend, which I, oh, I should have gotten her name. Terrible. Was it Rachel? Yeah, it was. It was yes, Rachel. it was Rachel. And I asked you what's, what were her colors. Uh, yeah. I think you said yellow, purple. Yes. And, you know, again, the, the, I don't know if it was a real bad edit she got, but she did not come off looking good either. No. The, the friend, and, you know, right off the bat, the friend was, you know, talking about how she wanted to gain followers and, yeah. you know, she wanted she you know, to live a lifestyle. Yeah. So then in come, on, uh, on come along. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry. In comes along Anna. Yes. And she's, you know, taking her to parties and she yeah. takes her to Morocco yeah. and five star hotels. Yeah, and I'm going to talk about this, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah no, I'm going to talk about that in this because. Yeah. Yeah, like be self-aware of the things that you want. Like these con artists come in and sniff out your deepest desires. Right. Okay, yeah. So at the end of the day, she they go on this trip, I think it costs seventy thousand dollars. And basically when it comes when it comes time to check out, Anna doesn't have the money. 
So she has the friend yeah. pay the bill. Right. And, you know, of course, she had gained the confidence in Anna yes. that she thought she was wealthy and yes. she played the part. She thought, she, oh, that's nothing for her. Yeah, she'll so, pay me back. Yeah. She, yeah, we'll get back to the United States and she'll give me a check. Mm-hmm. You know, which I think, did she? I can't, I can't remember if she did or didn't. I she mean, had, she just, made up a fake, fake secretary fake, yeah. that dealt with her family money or something, but right. it was really Anna. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, so of course at that time, you yeah, all right, here's my credit card. Put it on the credit card. I'll right. get back to the United States. The money will be waiting for me probably in the next day. But obviously, but I love that the whole thing where she invented a fake secretary to deal with the um, that, that's the thing. And, and they mentioned that in the documentary, which we do suggest you watch, it's only 45 minutes or something. Um, she invented fake like secretaries and administrative assistants to deal with oh, you know, paying back the debts that she was never going to pay back. But like you had to go through these, like, oh, here, be in contact with you know, I think Patina, my secretary. That's so flipping turquoise because she couldn't let it go. Like she needed to keep it going. Like she needed to keep the con going. Like she needed to keep the image going that she could pay it back, you know? Whereas I think other con artists just kind of like, all right, cut and run at that point, you know, cut, run, you know, uh, leave town with the watch. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) that she stayed, she had to stay and really keep it going. Which I thought was kind of a special to Anna. Yeah. That's a special yeah, little okay. thing. And she's doing it now. I, I see her. She's oh, trying to keep it going. Right. Um, okay. All right. Who's next? Then we watched The Tinder Swindler on Netflix. Simon Laviv, I think, was one of his names. Um, it's also a common theme. They all have many, many, many names. names. Yep. Yeah. They like to rename themselves. Uh, so symbolic. Uh, all right. So Simon. All right. So if you didn't watch The Tinder Swindler, basically what happened was... He, what did he do? He, uh, he pretended he was rich. He jumped, love bombed women quick, pretended he was really wealthy, kind of like for a month, made them fall in love with him, showered them with gifts and trips and, and like proof that he was rich, five-star hotels, Michelin restaurants, all these things, you know, private jets. And then all of a sudden a month in, oh, you know, oh, then he starts kind of painting this whole, like, I'm the son of a diamond heir and there's enemies after me. So my life is very dangerous. He has private security in this month in, I'm stuck in this other country. I need you to take out a credit card. I'll pay it right back immediately. It's just, I'm stuck here and I need an untraceable source of money. And then that's how he gets them. So that's the whole thing. And meanwhile, he's using other women's money to fund the next relationship, which will eventually fund the next one and on right. and so on and again, on. Nothing new here under the sun. Ponzi he's scheme. doing a Ponzi scheme. He's doing a Ponzi he's scheme. Taking, right. Exactly. So what I noticed with this, oh, he's green and purple. Green and purple. Yeah. He's chameleon green with purple. What I noticed him with him and who he chose, these women got a lot of, if you watch the Tinder Swindle on Netflix, it kind of covers two like two women and then a third one too. But the two women it really kind of covers. Um, they have something. They had something in common. I call it the list. It's in my own head. And when I read somebody and they have the list, I'm always inside like, because you don't want to know you have the list. And I'll tell. I've talked about it before, but this is what the list is. Okay. It's okay to be picky. Like, that's important. Like, when you're dating somebody, like, obviously, like, oh, I want them to work. And it's important that I'm, like, attracted to them or, like, whatever, right? Like, okay, fine. But some people have something that their ego creates, and it's the list. And it's like, oh, I like when men have this type of beard. Or I like when men are this tall. Or I like when, I mean, women do it 
uh, men do it to women too, by the way. So I'm just using this as a tender swing. You know, I like when somebody's this tall. I like when somebody looks this way. I like when they live here. Oh, they've traveled. That's important. They need to be worldly or they have to. So um, the list is usually extremely superficial. It's extremely superficial. And you think it's you being picky. What it is is your ego keeping you single because your ego is very superficial. So it's your ego creates the list. And the list is things that you feel like if you stick to it, you'll do good. And then it's going to save you from the disappointment of the past or whatever. And what happens is, is somebody like the Tinder Swindler guy, Simon, he totally banks off people's lists because the second you meet him, he's showing you all the things that are on these people's ego lists. And so these women are like, oh my God, he's rich. He's wealthy. Oh my God. He's saying all the right things to me. Look at how he dresses. He's so impeccable. Da, da, da. He must be great. And he's proving it to me. And these women are smart. You Google him and all checks out. It's kind of crazy. So that. So like you have to be so careful if you have a list because like con people will pick up on it and just check off like a checkbox, like check, 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 check. Um, it's important to be open to people. Like if they don't look the way that, you know, talk to them anyways, you know, like sometimes people are a slow burn for you or sometimes, you know, if they don't work in one sector that you think that you need your significant other to work in, be open to a different sector. It's okay. You know, so kind of opening up your heart and closing down your brain is a thin line to walk on. But I noticed that a big deal with those women, they got conned off their list. Very, yeah. And again, I looked at his picture too. Yeah. And right off the bat, I'm like, this <laughs> yeah. guy is such a dweeb. You're like, what a dweeb. I mean, that would be like me doing it, okay? Yeah. Like if I was going to go and do this like big <laughs> scam where I was going to pretend I'm a jet setting. Well, there's that Pedro Hanchar. Well, Pe- oh, okay. Pedro Hanchar <laughs> could pull it off. Is he the Tinder Swindler? <laughs> he might be the Tinder Swindler. Oh my God. <laughs> but this guy, I looked at it again, it's like. I looked at his picture. I'm like, this guy's not some so, wealthy diamond heiress or whatever nonsense he proclaims. So you heir. took you yeah, took heir. Heir. you took him, yeah. and you're like, let's swap off the out the glasses yeah. for like yeah. ones from Lens Crafters. Right. Let's take off the LV logo sweater yeah. for like a Target T-shirt. Right. Let's take the beard, yeah. the goatee, and like come yeah. on, like uh, yeah. undouche him a bit. Yeah. And then yeah. what do you got, nerd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put, yeah. Take off those weird glasses. Put on like right. some normal plastic glasses like everyone else has and that's those like orange like little circles and you know the polo shirt that says polo right like like, two logos yeah or the monster lacoste alligator or whatever and throw on a know your aura shirt (laughs) throw on a pair of jeans and a little bit of a you know crappy hoodie and you got me yeah (laughs) and i'm not going to mykonos with you know russian models and and all that stuff okay And, like, I could see that clear as day. Russian models. (laughs) As clear as day. If anybody has a Russian model anywhere, sorry, Russian models, if you're listening, I'm sorry. And they probably know it, too. They have to be so careful of Tinder swindlers (laughs) wanting to use them as photo props. Right. It's awful. Um, Yes. So, again, I don't know how anybody can mistake him for that. I just don't see it. I don't know how you can do it. I I mean, I know know it happens. Bree and I were watching it. Like, and, and they're, that show's really good because they go to the first date, you know, like the first date. And immediately, like, with this one, the first date, he's like, what, let, come to Bul- fly to Bulgaria with me on my uh, private jet. And then he has a Rolls Royce, pick her up, take her to her house so she can pack and bring her back to the airport to get a private jet. Like, right there. Brianna, who's 12, is like, that's too fast. Thank you. That's too fast, you know. And right. and he tried to paint it like, well, I'm a jet setter. This is my life. I live differently than other people, you know. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know? It's just it, 
if you just wait on something, be like, you know what? Call me in a month. Call me, like, really, just call me in a month. You know, yeah. see if he's still there. Exactly. You know, like, like if I was coming to your house, I'd pick you up in my RAV4. <laughs> We'd go to Applebee's. Maybe ice cream after, if you're lucky. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's more normal. Okay. Okay. So you're saying, like, get your expectations down, people. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, I think like rich people don't act like that, anyways. Like they act. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. It's so like gauche with the. Yeah, it's too gauche. Yeah, it's like so gauche. With right, the but thing. anyways, but, like, I don't yeah. want to like critique them because no, like no. I've, they're sweet people. These yeah. and these poor women although, got conned. Although I will say this: one one thing about the, I believe it was the second lady, really bothered me. Yes. She. Okay, now <laughs> I she, know exactly I, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I think. I, am I right? Was it the second one? Yeah, I don't want to say the, the first, name because it's. So, it was the first one. Don't say her name. Okay, it was yeah, the first one. Okay, it was the first one. And she, you know, obviously she was in debt and she yes. was $250,000 in debt and life was looking really right. grim, I, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. But, you know, she's told a story where she was driving in her car one night. Right. And, you know, she wanted to end it. Yeah. Okay. Which is awful. Which is awful. And I understand that she was in a horrible place. Yeah, it's But like then sad. she said how she was going to end it. And this really struck me that she said that she was going to, there was a truck coming the other yeah. way. Yeah. Right, the opposite direction. And she thought about driving her car into that truck. Yeah. And, you know, that, again, I, I know horrible things happened to her with this guy, but, yeah. you know, that that struck me. Like, it's yeah. really, like, what is wrong with you in, in a way? Because yeah. that, you know, that truck driver, you know, maybe he's got a family. Maybe yeah. he's got kids. You're, you're willing to risk his life too? Yeah. Just because you were in this crazy debt and you got yourself into this position? Yeah. And when she told that story, you know, kind of, you know, my blue had been up and, it just went down yeah, and my red came out. Yeah. And I'm like, what kind of, like, for, you know, first of all, just money. At the, at the end of the day, yeah, you, know, you got scammed out of money, but you're it's willing money, to yeah. take your life and maybe possibly the truck driver's life. Yeah. And his family's life. Right. If you had, you know, I don't know if you had one or not, but that, you know, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And my red really came out. Yeah. There, like that you, wow, that's crazy. I know. I don't so, know why they put that in there. I don't know. I yeah, I, I don't know if they put, wanted to show her in a bad light. I don't know if they. I wouldn't. Have, I don't know. But I'm yeah, not. I mean, I'm I, not a filmmaker. I wouldn't have put that yeah. in there. Like that's like a private thought that it's maybe a, she shouldn't have shared. And I, I'm going to put that on the filmmaker's conscience because yeah. they put them in these hot seats and they're like, tell us everything. Right. And, and she didn't do it, but it was going no. through her mind. She, but to share that, they should not. This is where I don't. Yeah. Like, everyone be careful if you ever make a documentary <laughs> because they take stuff yeah. that really was just them talking to, like, a producer across the chair who, like, feels really sympathetic. Like, come here, tell me everything. Yeah. No, this is for you. You're going to tell your story. Right. And she tells that. Yeah. But they shouldn't have put that in there. No, but, and that, I mean, but they've already villainized these women. Right. And, uh, but yeah, and then again, I don't know, maybe that, that was the angle of the filmmaker because, you know, mm-hmm. you took someone that you were very sympathetic towards. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's talking about running her car into a, you know, an innocent person yeah and then you know now i've now you lost me so that yeah. could be the filmmaker yeah but they're doing that too that they're showing you like they were showing the superficiality of, of the it, women right. they were they, showing right. that. they were trying to do they that, were yeah. trying to show how though the women were superficial like the other one was like he's he was too short when i saw him like that's not nice you know to say out loud do we say that stuff in our head all the time of course we do like if you're dating or something but like you're always like but like yeah it, that's why these documentaries like they're sensationalized. Yeah. So, like you said, bias. We got to watch them with the bias. So I do. I do have a question. So yeah. so far, everyone you talked about is green and some mostly I purple. Know. So I have. I mean, I have a question. Sorry, here. There, greens. <laughs> there's two types of cons. <laughs> there's the short con. Oh. Which is I didn't know this. Yeah, which is like William uh, 
Thompson. Okay. You know, I'm just going to get your watch. Yeah. And the game's over. Right. And then these are the, what we've been talking about today mostly is the long con. The long that, cons. The Tinder Swindler and Anna Delby, those are the long, they're in it for the long haul. Okay. So this isn't something they're looking to do in a day, get your quick, you know, get quick 50 bucks off you. Yeah. They're looking to get the big bucks. They're, they're going to put the time in. Yeah. Like you said, he, he spent like a month with them yeah, before. Yeah, the tiny effort. bothered, right. Yeah. So... <laughs> So for the long, I wonder if there's like a difference. Maybe like the short con might be the red, the red aura more or yellow or something. Gosh, but I had a look at, know. do you know a name? It's, I got to get a name of a short con person and look at yeah, that. Yeah, we'd have to try but to figure that out. just purely without looking at a picture, yeah, I would think The long con might you, be green, right? The long cons are more green. Yeah. Like the greens, the chameleon greens, you know, That's like that. That's what I would think. A, a long con, a red probably wouldn't. He'd be too anxious, like, all the time, you know? Anxious. And it's harder yeah. for them to dismiss other people's interpretations of reality. So green people, and if you know a green or you are a green, doesn't mean you're a con artist at all. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it tends to be it tends to be a characteristic, and we talk about a lot in here, green people, that they have kind of, like, they're, they have this ability to segment themselves away from reality and stay in their own logic, which makes them great, makes them great at projects and visionaries and, and not listening to other people's stuff so they can stay in their own lane and not be influenced or whatever, which makes them like actually really productive. If they have no conscience and they've like, God knows what happened to them and now they're not nice people. Yeah. They can be in the long haul with like these women falling in love with him, like the Tinder swindler and not feel anything because he's shut down from it. Whereas a red person or a yellow person, like they have more kind of like an awareness in a way of like, ooh, uh, that's not good. Or they're going to catch, even if they don't feel bad about it, they're like, no, no, they're, this isn't good or this doesn't look good on paper or I'm going to get found out. Like they're kind of more in touch with other people's interpretations of reality. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Whereas I mean, yeah. like these, these green people, they believe their own yeah. nonsense. Yeah. These the ones that we're talking about. Yeah. Cause like me, I'd be like, just, Hey, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get a free dinner. You know, so <laughs> you're the, so I'm the short con. So you're the short con. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, let's go to this great steakhouse. You're yeah. like, and then like yeah. right before the check comes, you're like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> As Bree would say. Cheap. Cheap. Okay. All right. We got a couple ads and then we come back. We're going to hear from you. Something my kids and I use very often around here is Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning with so much to explore. There's so many real projects to create. There's the support of fellow creative uh, people. Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth in areas that you don't even know, you know, you might want to try or something that you've always wanted to do. So I, right now, you know, I always try to take different classes just to kind of spark my inspiration. Right now I'm taking portrait photography, shoot and edit Instagram worthy shots with Jessica Koblisi, who's a photographer. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's just kind of different ways of thinking. You know, I'm not even a photographer at all. It's just fun for me to try something outside my comfort zone. So whether you're a dabbler or a pro, a hobbyist or a master, you are creative. You can discover what you can make with classes for every skill level. You do not have to be a master at anything. You can go in totally beginner like I'm doing to this photography class. You can experience real improvement with hands-on projects and classes designed for real life. You can explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash KYA and get a one-month free trial. That's one month free at Skillshare.com slash KYA. 
Do you have big plans for the summer? What about for the next year? If any of your plans include trying for kids, there's an easy way to learn more about your body while thinking ahead. The Modern Fertility Hormone Test is a simple at-home finger prick that unlocks tons of insight into your reproductive health from egg count to menopause timing to possible outcomes for egg freezing or IVF all good things to know if kids are in your future. That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at $159, a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash KYA, you can get $20 off your test. Also, if you have an HSA or an FSA, you can put those dollars toward modern fertility. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, how many eggs you have, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash KYA. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the several hundred or even a thousand plus dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash KYA. That's modernfertility.com slash KYA. So why do we get scammed by people? Why do people fool us? If we're intuitive or empathic, why do we get fooled by people? It's a question I've asked myself (laughs) because it's happened to me. It's a question a lot of us ask one another. We ask inside. At some point, you've probably been fooled by somebody. And you end up holding the shame and the guilt and the feeling of foolishness because of it. So I wanted to talk about this so we could kind of really go into why we get fooled by people and what the different ways and reasons that's happening so that we can better explore it in ourselves and then avoid it from happening in the future. What I learned, and I know I've said this before, but I'll say it again, what I learned from doing readings, you know, because my gift, it it grows, okay? Like, I'm always evolving, I'm always growing, I'm always changing, uh, and that, so I'm always trying to improve myself. So I learned this thing in the past, I want to say, like, two years, and it's when I, you know, so during a reading, I'll get pictures, you all send me pictures, and if I get a picture of somebody and I don't sense any insecurities, there's a problem there. (laughs) There's a problem there. If 99.9% of the time when I look at everybody's pictures, first thing I get is the stuff you want to hide from everyone else. That's actually normal because it's an awareness that there's something that maybe isn't great about you. We all have that. That's our insecurities. That's things, our issues. That's all. But there's an awareness. See what I mean? Like, you know it. Like, if you walk into a room, like all of you listening, if you walk into a room, uh, immediately you're like, am I wearing the right thing? Am I going to say the right thing? I mean, whatever your hangups are, those are actually super normal. And the fact that you have hangups is actually... Um, a showing that you're self-aware, which is 
you know, normal and it means that you have a conscience and it means that you're somebody who is in touch with your own faults. Okay. So, but every once in a while, you guys will give me a picture of someone you're dating or something. And it's like, oh God. And I just realized this because I'll, in the past years, I just realized this because I'll look at their picture and they think they're perfect. I don't get any insecurities coming from their energy. That is a problem. So what I've learned over the years is, hang on, if somebody isn't projecting their insecurities in in their energy, that means that they don't think they have any And that means that they're not self-aware. And those are the people that scam us. Those are the people that manipulate. Those are the people that are actually really um, scary. Different than narcissists or narcissistic people because they're actually super aware of their insecurities. They create whole worlds and people in them to shelter them from their own insecurities. That's how scared they are of their own stuff. These people, the people that are more immune to their own stuff, they're, they don't think they have any. They think they're perfect. Those people freak me out the most. All right. Let's start with this. Why do we get scammed? Reason one, okay? What happens as a child? I mean, truly to most of us. And as a parent now, I'm working on making sure I do not do the same thing to my kids. So growing up, you had feelings about people. All kids do. Kids, 1,000% without questioning themselves, either like somebody or they don't. Black and white, plain and simple. What happens is, is, you know, as a kid, you might've been like, oh, I don't like, you know, Uncle Todd. (gasps) Uncle Todd's great. You don't say that about Uncle Todd. That's not nice. Right there. You were told you're not correct. And the messaging was also, hey, when I have a feeling about somebody, it means I'm a bad person. I.e. my, my, intuitive nature is mean. So you're told you aren't correct or nice. And the message is that your intuition about somebody uh, connotes with you being not a good person. You're told, you know, everybody has, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Of course, like there's a line between don't judge a book by its cover with people or don't judge people or give everyone a shot versus trust your intuition. Kids are extremely intuitive. They just, and you as a child, extremely into animals, just like that, very pure, because what happens is the ego hasn't formed yet to associate whether you're a good or bad person based on the vibe you get off somebody. And that's something that was programmed in you, if not by your parents, by society, very quickly. So right right away, I would say all of us are dealing with that. You were told that feelings you have about somebody are rude instead of, well, that could be true. So you cannot like somebody immediately. Like that person gives off bad vibes. That doesn't mean you're a bad person for feeling that way. That doesn't mean you have to be rude to that person. That doesn't mean you have to shut them out or anything, but it does mean that like, hey, keep that in mind. That's real. And that's something that's a tool for you to use. So if they try to do something for you or sell you on something, or they're trying to get into your group or who knows what... Keep your guard up with that person a bit because we don't know about them because your intuition told you so. Reason two that we get conned, empath auras. That's your turquoises, your blues, and your indigos. Now, purples, (laughs) you purple people, purples, because as a kid, when they were told their intuition was wrong, like the rest of us, purples can, you know, they're a little rebellious. So they could be a little bit like, well, 
I still am going to think how I want to think. So it depends on which way your purple swings, but purple auras sometimes too, they go straight to the heart. So if someone is nice to you, you immediately feel their broken parts, their broken inner child. You know, everyone was a baby. Even the Tinder swindler at some point was a like an innocent little baby. Okay. Like that inner child exists in every horrific con artist person. Like it's in there. Something happened to them to make them this way. And when you have an empath aura, it's like you bypass all the stuff that you maybe should be paying attention to. And you go straight to that broken inner child and you link to that. Then you start ignoring actions. Then you start ignoring things which you know are symptoms of their issues and instead see them, oh, well, they're just, that's their character flaw. Oh, they make nasty jokes just because they're broken inside. Or, oh, you know, they, they couldn't pay for that or they did this or they did this or, or they lie or they cheat or they steal because this happened to them as a child. Like you start excusing behaviors based on the fact that you connect and you linked up with their broken self. And back to the programming thing as a kid, you're told that that makes you a nice person because you know what? You can take it. You can take abuse or stress or, or mistreatment, but they can't. And it's better for you to be the person that is um, inconvenienced or hurt than other people. Okay. The third reason why we get scammed you aren't in touch with your own insecurities. So we all have them. There's a part of ourselves which is very guarded, okay? And these people are like predators and your, inse- your insecurities make you very easy prey. You don't have to fix your insecurities, but please, like we talked about on the last episode, please get in touch with them because these types of people, 100% f- that's front page news to them all over your face. And that's where they go in. That's that's your Achilles heel. That's their angle. So when you shut out the realities of everyone, all right, and you're only stuck in what you can feel or hear or see, you become an easier target for them. So like, let's say they know you want to be part of a social group. Like they know so badly you want a social climb. Oh, look, I know all these people. Okay, look, come with me. Look, I'll show you around. Okay, Um, let's say, you know, you want to feel included. Oh, compromise yourself and come with me. I'll get you included. They know you need to be wined and dined and valued and loved. Oh, here, you know, I'm going to take you out. You're so beautiful. You uh, Let's have babies. I love you. I'm going to love bomb you. All that kind of stuff right there. They know exactly what you need to hear. They know you need to look a certain way to other people. So they, they, oh, you're so powerful. People don't see how how, what great ideas you have. Look, you're like, we need to create opportunities for you to be the standout person. Let's do this together. They understand what you want to hear that you didn't hear as a child. Maybe you weren't nurtured by your parents. Maybe something happened to you. Maybe you were rejected. Maybe you're bad. Whatever the insecurities and the past traumas and all that stuff that you're not at least self-aware of, and you wish were true on the outside, they will find it and try to exploit it. They may say things that you don't understand. Oh, here's another thing. They might say things also. They can kind of get you with this insecurity. Like, let's say it's kind of like a money plot or other things. or It could be so complicated or so convoluted or so, so weird that you were taught not to ask questions because asking questions is rude, right? So they'll make things look complicated. They'll discourage you from asking questions because it makes you feel impolite. You were trained not to do it. And you don't want to look stupid. 
So they do that all on purpose too. So that you don't question them for all those reasons. So these are the things that they can use to get what they want out of you. So you have to kind of, I guess, when you get in touch with the shadow or the shadowy parts of yourself, other people can't manipulate them. So it's best to always like do that work. And if you're hearing something, if it's too good to be true, just process it. Just take a minute. Like you don't have to jump on things either. Like if somebody's bringing up a business proposition or they're being really, they're love bombing you or something, let it wait. If somebody feels that strongly or if that deal's so amazing or whatever, like the urgency factors, like, oh no, we have to do it now. No, we can't wait. We have to do it. Urgency, big tell, wait. Let's wait a month. Let's wait two months. Let's wait three months. Let's see. Let's see if you're still around in three months and then we'll talk. Um, okay. Oh, that because they get you on fear, you know, like like this beautiful bubble of exactly what you want will burst unless you act on it now. Well, that's not that's not true. Nobody can take anything away from you that's meant to be yours. So they'll use that fear as well. All right, number four. You feel your only worth is is that of a fixer. We talk about this a lot on this podcast. You want to help people, so you ignore bad behavior. You treat people um, like as if they were a child, or they're like innocent, or feeble, or they're they're somebody that needs to be protected. Also, I notice that people that get scammed actually can't receive really well. They're people that only give, 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 and now somebody's actually um, totally, I guess, forming this this place, this context where they can give, 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 and they receive this feeling of being needed because you're only lovable if you're needed. So they can create those kind of contexts for you too. Finally, a reason why you can get conned is because these people believe themselves. (laughs) This is back to the whole thing like when I do a reading and I see people who don't, every once in a while, somebody has zero insecurities in them. They they believe themselves. They live in this weird world where they're confident. Everything that they say is true. They feel like they're maybe victimized by the world. People don't see how special they are. Um, Here's the thing. You can feel the truth even when the circumstances don't match it. They don't have this ability to sense the bad parts of themselves. And so they really believe that they're amazing. And because you connect to truth or you connect to what somebody really feels inside of themselves with their empath auras, like, yeah, they're not lying to you. They probably were never lying to you. Isn't that crazy? That I hear that all the time. Like somebody's like, they, but I didn't feel like they were lying to me. Well, they weren't. They weren't lying to you. In the moment when they were speaking to you, they actually meant what they were saying. It's just that then they turn around and mean what they're saying that's a complete 180 somewhere else. And they mean what they're saying there. It's very scary how they can do that. They're duplicitous. They're chameleons, these people. They feel so correct, they can create a lie and live in it entirely. They can even claim victim about things or use some sort of overall banner that say they're fighting for the greater good when they do these scams. Like, 
with that Anna Delvey I read somewhere, like, people are calling her a feminist. I'm like, good Lord, no. <laughs> like, she's, Dad, please don't do that because, like, she's a scammer. Like, she's not a feminist, you know? So I feel like with these types of things, they'll grab a label and they'll want to ride it because they know other people have felt um, diminished in life. They know that, you know, segments of the population have felt vulnerable or weakened or trampled upon. And she's using all of that pain to further her own situation and kind of like slapping that on her. So they'll do stuff like that too. And, and like I said, they believe themselves. When somebody believes themselves, they're not, I mean, are they lying? In their world, they're not. So understanding that you can latch on to two places, you can latch on to somebody's own personal reality and then, but you can also need to take a step back and go back into your own personal reality, see if they match and go back into, you know, the perception of reality as a whole and see if that matches too. And if there's any sort of disconnect or discord between all that flow that's a problem. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So I hope that just helped people understand a little bit about themselves so these things can't happen to them. I mean, I've had to learn it for myself, so I just want to pass off any information I can that can help all of you. All right. So we've talked a lot about scams, cons, and all that. Let's head for something real. Yeah. All right. So we, we did a very popular segment last week. A lot of people reached out and said this was incredible, even though... It wasn't them that got chosen because we did have, I think, like 1,500 entries or something yes. like that. We were we, we chose three uh, couples or three... Uh, like friendships, friendships, relationships. Relationships, mm-hmm. a better term. Uh, so let's pick another couple and mm-hmm. let's do those. Yeah. Okay, so the first one I looked at is from Stephanie W. And she writes, Hi, this is me and my adopted son, and I'm not going to say his name. He will be five this year, and we got him at about three months and legally adopted him at two years old. This weekend is actually his gotcha day. Anyway, I know I didn't physically birth him, but I have always felt this connection with him that I cannot explain. I'm curious if the connection is related to our auras. Uh, sending everyone love, is what she said. And it's a picture of her and her son. Okay, so this is Stephanie, Stephanie and, her and, her, son, and her adopted son. Who is now five. Yes. Okay. okay. So I loved this photo. It just hit. her son's energy popped out to me so strong. He's red and blue, oh. and he's just a really sweet, um, protective, 
mature, like just old soul kiddo. Stephanie is yellow and purple. You know what he brings out in her? He brings out, we're talking about confidence today. He brings out in her a lot of confidence. I feel like, you know, confidence as a mom, confidence um, as a person. I feel like he makes her feel really, he's only five, but I get what she's saying about their relationship. Like he is very like, they must have had some relationship in a past life or maybe he was even a dad or a brother to her or something because I get such a strong, protective and loving connection and an ability to see her and see her potential and really encourage her in ways, you know, other people maybe haven't in her life. I mean, of course, I feel like Stephanie definitely has people in her life that encourage her and whatnot, but just this really, it's just nice. It's just very pure. Um, A note on adoption. This is your son, Stephanie, like a hundred percent. This is your baby boy and you are his mother. Uh, I see it over and over again in readings, especially when somebody crosses over, they'll call somebody their son. And then, oh, did so-and-so have a son? Well, my brother was adopted. Okay, no, that's his son. Okay, like a hundred, like all the time. They don't do labels ever, even if sometimes or, well, my, my mom who died you know, is calling somebody her daughter. Well, you know, she, came, she was my stepmom. Nope, she's your mother. Like they, it's a soul connection that makes us related, not a biological connection. But anyways, yeah, I just love their energy and I loved how he's such an old soul kid bringing out the best in his mom. I like that. All right. And of course, red and blue. Well, yeah. You can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with <laughs> red and blue. All right. This next one is Samantha. All right, so this is, this is a juicy one. Here we go. This is my ex. We dated right after high school. It was very fast and a very intense relationship. The deepest connection with a person I've ever had mentally. We were never intimate, you know, in that way. But I felt he truly opened my eyes to the world. After listening to the Twin Flame episode, I believe he is mine. Ultimately, he ran and I chased. After our extremely intense and short-lived relationship, he abruptly left me for another girl and married her quickly. Not only was there no closure to an extremely intimate relationship, but we have never, ever spoken since. We both have remained friendly with all our other exes over the years, so I can't see why I was specifically iced out by him. Also, I was not able to fully heal from this heartbreak until I met my husband 10 years later. It literally took me 10 years to get over it, which never happens to me anyway. I still can't understand exactly what happened to abruptly end such a deep connection. And here's a photo from 2007 and it's her and this guy. Okay. So I say this in readings when I see a twin and I'm not here to like argue twin flame connections and stuff like that. I just have to put that out there. Like I'm not the the only person who can tell you, you know yourself, but like I personally get sweaty. It's like the grossest <laughs> thing. But when I see a picture of twin flames, I start getting sweaty and it's kind of like that prickly sweat. That's like, ugh. but it's just, Scott, look, okay, you look so, so disgusting. So what you're basically saying is to diagnose two people <laughs> With, as twin flames. Do I get sweaty? You've got to get really <laughs> yes. Sweat. Get like sweaty. Okay. Like all right. Okay. We're supposed to be the paranormal normal here. <laughs> I just do. I get sweaty. All right. All right. Um, I feel like it's the intense connection and the chemistry. So big thing with okay. So let me just look at these two first, and I can talk a little bit about the twin flame connection. So looking at her, she's purple and blue. She got a little bit of turquoise too going on. It's like a blue coise, like blue turquoise mix with the purple. That's okay. kind of what she looks like. Interesting. And then he is like. He's like yellow and does he have, he's like yellow purple. So I feel like 
what happened between them was like total twin flame stuff. Like she was very available to him emotionally and he wasn't prepared for that type of losing of control. Like when you really fall in love with somebody, you lose control. And most of us love that feeling. We call it falling in love. We think it's a great feeling. Well, he being yellow, purple, and also with whatever issues he had, which I feel like he had some, um, it just felt like this is too much losing control for me. And so he needed possibly to go into relationships that weren't so free falling or weren't so like, whoa, emotional, like, or fireworks or like all that feeling that comes with like a twin flame relationship. So he just wasn't ready for that depth of connection. And that's what I get. And I think a lot of times when we have like twin flame connections with somebody, like we feel, is there something wrong with me? Which I feel like that's totally uh, Samantha's MO to be like, okay, what did I do? You know, how did I screw up? What's wrong with me? And she's very absorby into other people because she's blue coys. So I feel like she really absorbed into him and she knew it wasn't. And it is hard sometimes for the turquoise-ish people to let go, which is why it probably took her 10 years because turquoise-ish people, we'll call her ish because she's like a blue coy, turquoise-ish people latch on and they like, just like I was talking about turquoises in general, like they cannot let something go as easy as other people can. Like they get stuck on Oh, point, and they cannot move on. So I can see, like, with her, she knows, because she understands him with her empath aura, like, okay, like, this was real. I'm not making this up. Why are you shutting me out? Why did you ice me out? So that just, she's stuck on that that, that loop for a while. Do you, but, need, do you need a towel? You're I'm like, dripping wet. Yeah, you're dripping but, man, <laughs> I'll tell you, these, no, it's true. These twin flame people, like, you feel their chemistry. Yeah. You feel like it was really good between them. Like, a kiss was, like, fireworks show like all that and it you you go crazy you're like was i crazy like didn't they feel it too yeah they did but they ran from it wow yeah all from a picture all from the picture all from that picture thank you so much for sharing we'll do more of these too um especially if you're enjoying them i definitely like to deep dive into them and, and i think it helps the rest of us see ourselves through other people's vulnerability and colors right all right well i think uh hey if you ever see a guy <laughs> named Petro Honchar on Tinder, just go the other way. Tinder swindler. The new Tinder <laughs> the swindler. New, yeah. He was actually, he told me he was really annoyed when that documentary came out. Right. Because he wanted it to he, be about him. He, maybe he'll be the next one. Well, he's a red purple, so he's in it for the short game. He's, he's not, a short game. He's a short cod guy. Short yeah, he can't handle the long con, you know. He's, he it's just like green. one night of love with Petro, with Petro. and then that's it. With yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his Gucci shoes on. Ew. Yeah, Jumanji, Jumanji, Jumanji. All right. Ah, oh, this podcast is for you and about you. And thanks for all spending from time with us today. You all take care. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app.